Inside Northwest Sports, Episode 5, recorded February 11th, 2016. Today, I'm joined by Dan Voorhees, uh, 15 years experience, uh, Little League Baseball youth umpire. But first, Bill Hansen, soccer analyst with a special report. A few weeks ago, Jordan Morris made history by choosing Sounders FC over an opportunity to play in the prestigious German Bundesliga. That had me wondering, what's the history of Northwest players abroad? Hi, thanks, Kai. Well, the Pacific Northwest has been a hotbed of soccer for as long as I can remember. We have produced a number of great talents that have played the game at the top level here in the USA. What about the players overseas that have their roots right here in our corner of the world? There is a short list that I was able to come up with, yet they all have made important contributions to the world of soccer in their own ways. So three of the players on your list have played at the senior level, DeAndre Yedlin, Marcus Honerman, and Casey Keller. Tell me about DeAndre. Well, DeAndre is currently playing at Sunderland in the English Premier League. He began his career playing his soccer locally here in West Seattle, where he was playing two years above his age group. He moved on to play with the local Premier Club, Emerald City, being coached by Dave Russell, father of Ian Russell of the San Jose Earthquake. He then went on to play with the other local clubs, Northwest Nationals, Crossfire Premier, and eventually landing at the Sounders Academy. DeAndre played his high school ball at O'Day and his college career at the University of Akron, where he played for Caleb Porter, the current head coach of the Portland Timbers. Yedlin started his professional career with the Seattle Sounders before being sold to Tottenham in the English Premier League, where he is now currently out on a season-long loan to Sunderland. And Marcus Honerman? Marcus grew up in Kent and played his high school ball at Kent Ridge before going to Seattle Pacific University. Marcus has played for the then A-League Sounders from 1994 to 96, where they won the league title in 96, before he moved abroad to play in the net for 13 years with Fulham, Reading, and Wolverhampton, all in the English leagues. He has nine caps for the U.S. national team and was a member of the 2006-2010 World Cup squads. And, of course, Casey Keller. Well, Kai, Casey is probably the most well-known of the three, as he is currently the color commentator on local broadcasts for the Seattle Sounders and is a goalkeeping coach for the U.S. national team. Casey played his high school ball at North Thurston High School in Lacey, Washington, where they won the state championships in 1990. He moved on to the University of Portland to play soccer for Clive Charles, one of America's most respected coaches. Casey started his professional career with the Portland Timbers before moving abroad to play in several different leagues. Millwall in England's second division was the first to call, giving Casey his first taste of international soccer. After four years, he moved on to Leicester City. Yes, the same Leicester City that is now at the top of the English Premier League table. Go Foxes! Two years in the Spanish first division with Rayo Vallecano brought him the distinction of being the first American to play in La Liga. In 2001, he moved to England to play with Tottenham for four years with a one-year loan spell to Southampton in 2004. Then, in 2005, he and his family packed up and moved to Germany for Borussia Mönchengladbach, where he spent two years on the German Bundesliga before going back to England for his final stint overseas with Fulham. Casey finished out his career with the Seattle Sounders in 2011. He was part of the U.S. World Cup squads in 1990, 1998, 2002, and 2006. You found a fourth player, not as well known as the others, but potentially the most interesting story. 
Yes, Kai. In doing my research, I discovered a player I had never heard of before, Troy Reddy. His story was the most intriguing to me, too. He played his high school soccer at Mead High School in Spokane, Washington. While Troy was in high school, he started his career with the Spokane shadow of the USISL. He moved on to play his college soccer at the University of Washington. Reddy was selected by the Seattle Sounders in the first round of the USL draft, although he did not eventually sign with the Sounders as he decided to try and play in Norway. Unfortunately, he was unable to get a work permit to stay and play with Norwegian sides IK Start and Skeed. Troy went back home to Spokane to play for the Shadow again and then a season in the PDL with the Cascade Surge before being picked up by the Portland Timbers in 2006. After three seasons with the Timbers, following a surgery, he moved on to play for Vash Korgantepa in Tajikistan, where he won the Tajik League title in 2009. In 2010, Reddy was able to help create a deal with the Portland Timbers to send equipment for the youth teams in Tajikistan. He was later appointed as the head of football development in Tajikistan, where he was responsible for expanding the number of professional clubs to 18 and was instrumental in opening the National Goalkeeper Academy. In researching this subject, I found Troy's story the most interesting. I didn't even know that Tajikistan had a professional league, and especially one for women. For being able to get equipment sent to youth leagues that probably don't have any real resources, and what that means to the growth and the spirit of youth soccer, I applaud Troy. I'm a youth coach, and I love the impact that it can have on a young person's growth. Positive things for the future of the world of soccer are always worthwhile to mention. Here at Inside Northwest Sports, we want to bring you unique perspectives, in-depth coverage, and an alternative to mainstream sports talk radio. But we can't do it without your support. Visit patreon.com forward slash inside Northwest Sports to find out how you can contribute. I'm joined by Dan Voorhees, 15-year veteran of youth baseball umpiring. Uh, thanks for joining me today, Dan. I'd like to start with one of your better stories about having parents umpire. It's kind of fun, you know, you get there and, and you, there's often you're the only person there uh, to umpire. So uh, if you can, usually I'll go to the visitor's side and see if I can uh, round up a parent uh, to umpire and you know that way if if you're being the visitors if they make a bad call it's not quite so bad as if the visiting team comes in and they got one of the parents uh, whose kids are playing out there that's always tough and so uh, uh, having a oh let's see uh, there's there was a, a guy last year that uh, had never umpired before when I kind of uh, convinced him I said oh you know it's not bad going out there you just go do first play it as you you know call him as you see him and if you make a mistake well we'll get through it you know and and so he's out there at first and the very very first play of the game was a was just a really close play at first and he he had his hand up for out and then he had his hand up for safe and then finally he just threw his hands up he's like, ah, I can't tell what it is so I so I called it for him and, and he was it was just kind of his very first play it was just fun that he had to uh, deal with one of those ones that we might see you know twice or three times a game so you guys are pretty short on umpires yeah it's it's uh there seems to be always plenty of folks that want to coach uh 
and that's and and fewer maybe that that one umpire um you know um any kind of i'm sure other sports i haven't done soccer or basketball or anything like that but i'm sure it's it it's similar you have to be able to deal with uh, uh uh, angry parents you know when you when their little boy is up there at the plate and uh and the ball comes in and their kid swings and hits him right on the hand and he he you know that's the most pain he's ever felt in his little life and 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 that's uh, strike three you're out uh and a mom comes running onto the field and looks at you what you know not only is my boy up there crying but he's out are you kidding me you know or the dad in back of the backstop that that whose whose kid just struck out and he's he's back there letting you know how just how badly you missed that that pitch so you have to be okay with dealing with that stuff and and that's a little intimidating for some folks um those are the folks that i want to ump i don't want the folks that enjoy fighting (laughs) with with the parents i want the i want the parents who who take it seriously enough that it but maybe it bugs them a little bit and at some point at some point a point maybe that i haven't reached yet no but uh, at some point it doesn't bug you as much you you you're satisfied with your call you know it's a tough job and so uh you know you you put up with that, that stuff it's never the kids that are the problem and how can people get involved? So if somebody were interested, um, certainly they could go to their Little League. Um, uh, that's a good place to start. They usually, Little League offers all kinds of training. Most uh, Little League programs will have uh, really good, uh, you know, basic training. I know Little League itself uh, every year, at least on the West Coast, and I think they do this in other places of the country too, uh, they have just unbelievably good uh, training Um uh, you know, based on major league umpire uh, methods and and uh, uh, technique, and so that's that's a, like a week long uh, down in San Bernardino, California, is where they did it when I did it. Um, but we do classes, um, uh, training classes, to give people the basics so that they don't go out there feeling like they're completely lost. And it's good if you like the game, if you like the game of baseball, and you want to uh, you know give back it's uh it's a it's a great way to do it you can just talk to your little league i'll tell you one more story so just to give you an idea uh of, of on the kids side so last year there was one pitcher down in the minors level that's the eight nine ten sometimes 11 year old uh kids and um and this guy is throwing heat, and he has no control, so he's hitting guys, right? So after you can't throw a pitcher out for hitting guys. Uh, you can find an excuse for how to change the pitcher, but in this case, you know, he hit his second batter, and then he hit his third batter, and I called the coach over and I said, hey, you know, um, he knew what I was talking about. Anyway, uh, so they finally ended up changing this, this pitcher, but um, – uh, one of the boys who got hit uh, on his next at bat, I, I was looking for the batter. I'm looking around in, in the dugout. I can't see where where's the batter. I said, where'd the batter go? And then I see him. He's kind of creeping along the fence uh, of the dugout, and he goes – uh, like he looks like he's going to his death i mean he just got hit last time by this guy and the kid probably weighs like you know 50 pounds ringing wet and he comes up to the plate and he's just scared to death he's not shaking but you know he he's just you can tell he just he just decided he's gonna die and i said so are you gonna hit one uh and he said uh he thought for a minute and it kind of took his mind off of dying and he said yeah and i said where are you gonna hit it and then he pointed to right field 
I honestly don't know if this kid had hit one all year. Uh, it didn't look like it by his swing, but wouldn't you know, the ball came in and wouldn't you know he hit it, and wouldn't you know he hit it right where he pointed. <laughs> and then he's out on first, and he's just he completely forgot the fact that he was going to die, and uh, and he and he got to go home with the memory of getting you know safely hit one the right field and getting the first. That's 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 what's fun about it. Thanks to my guests, Dan Voorhees and Bill Hansen. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and your favorite podcast app. Subscribe today.